watching this edition of Spotlight on Americas. Read in the news that Accenture has committed to invest $3 billion over the next three years into its data and AI practice, doubling the number of employees that are working with this cutting-edge technology. Now, needless to say, this has talent, people, and HR implications. Now, while companies are investing in data and AI skills and rebuilding their talent, leaders also need to invest in IND to attract the next generation of talent. Companies need to foster a sense of belonging to retain the best talent, and learning and development needs to be effective to help drive business outcomes. And that's why, to help you on this journey, we would like to introduce you to Accenture's investment in spatial computing learning for IND as part of the Spotlight program with Praxis Labs. Joining Tom and me today for this discussion is Elise Smith, co-founder and CEO of Praxis Labs. Tom, if you can please do the honor of introducing our guest. Thank you, Shivani, and thank you, everybody, for joining us. Elise, how, how nice to have you here. And, and I, I can tell uh, the audience that my first impressions of you as a founder for 45 years was when, one of the more extraordinary founders. You're, it, it's all about passion, right? And it's about the belief in solving a, a big problem, in this case, workplace equity. And, and the other element that really related, you related to me on when I first met you a year and a half ago at the FinTech Innovation Lab was the concept of practice itself. I mean, practice labs, it, while spelled differently, to me was all about practice because as a former professional athlete, I spent 15, 16 years and hours and hours and hours practicing to become a baseball player, a major league baseball player. And it's not something you just will into it. You have to have an environment to do it. And that's what we saw at Practice Labs and why we invested in you. Welcome to Spotlight on America's Elise Smith. Thank you so much. It is such a pleasure to be in conversation with you. Um, I am so humbled and excited uh, to be a part of the Project Spotlight program and uh, really cannot wait to see the impact we're going to have with our broader partnership with Accenture. So this is a conversation I, I'm eager to engage in today. You know, I think one of the most profound things around workplace equity is the first word, workplace. Yeah, workplace is such a unique place for diversity and such. Why is that our best practice field as, as it enterprises as we look at, at this, uh, this important topic? Absolutely, Tom. And so when we when we set out to do the work of Praxis Labs to create more equity, to create more inclusion in society more broadly, we chose the workplace as the lever of change, really intentionally. Um, and it ladders up to our theory of change. You know, workplaces are often the most diverse spaces we enter, with society being as segregated as it is today, actually more segregated than ever before. Our workplaces are often the most diverse spaces we enter. It's the first time we've been asked to interact and to work across difference. And it's not surprising that we don't innately know how to do that. And so when we thought about the workplace, it created an opportunity to both reach the most people. Um, we spend so much of our, our lives at work, uh, within work, and we believed that if we could help every employee, every team member, regardless of if they were in a boardroom, in a retail floor, in a warehouse, if we could help them create the policies and practices, products and services that produce equitable outcomes, 
if we could help them increase engagement, belonging, and inclusion within their teams, but also with their clients and their customers, that that we, we could have a catalytic impact, and not just within a workplace, but really within the places you and I frequent every day. It's so powerful that, that you've got to start with a village, and the village is the ones we go to work with on a daily basis. And, and so, you know, the thing that got me was um, the size and scope of your mission, because, you know, the, the concept, can people change, is one that we, we work on all the time. And, and so, from your standpoint, what's it take? to change a culture, to change behavior? What does Practice Labs focus on? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that question. I loved hearing about your your experience with practice making the real difference. And so when we set out to approach increasing equity, increasing inclusion, increasing belonging, driving business outcomes of engagement and retention and productivity and creativity, all of the benefits that we know that come from diverse, equitable, and inclusive workplaces, we thought, well, wh- how do we do this? And we went to the evidence. We went to learning science and learning design and behavioral science. And what we saw were we needed to drive attitudes, mindsets, actions, and behaviors. Um, and so we scoured academic and practitioner literature to really understand what is needed to really move the needle in individual behavior change, but also in systems change, culture change. And what we found is that we needed to build competencies of empathy and compassion First and foremost, helping folks get more proximate to experiences different than them than their own. Give them that empathy for those experiences. And so we use our immersive experiences to do that. We do perspective taking through workplace scenarios or simulations where you actually get to encounter barriers to equity, both as a someone uh, encountering them yourself, but as a, also as a bystander, someone complicit in them. And so you're really building an awareness and an emotional connection to the experiences of folks at work who might not have the same background or identity as yourself. And so uh, research has shown, and again, it goes back to that research, that when you're in these immersive experiences, you're responding physiologically as if it's you. You're storing memories more similarly to as if they're your own. And um, PwC actually found that you're almost 400% more connected to the content in immersive environments. And so when we think about what an immersive experience can do to build empathy, that was, that was so core to our model. The next piece of our model was that we needed to actually help people understand and identify uh, more opportunities to create equity and inclusion. And not just at the interpersonal and behavioral level, so inter, you know, in a relationship with a colleague, but at the systems and structures and policy and practice level. So we, throughout those immersive experiences, also on our platform, have them encounter decisions that they get to make around policy and practice to give them the opportunity to see the impact of those decisions. And then lastly, we needed to equip every learner with the awareness, the frameworks, the confidence, and the know-how to actually take action in the workplace. And so this comes back to practice, Tom. Um, Throughout our, our, our content, throughout our immersive learning library, we are giving opportunities for folks to have firsthand practice. You're speaking out loud. How might you actually deliver that feedback? You're making those decisions in real time in that simulation. But then we reinforce that with practice packs where it's just quick five-minute practice of maybe disarming. Maybe your team has some tension and you need to practice how to bring everyone together. Well, jump into that practice pack. Uh, We have commitments that learners are making on our platform to 
try behaviors or interventions in their workplace. We're giving them the frameworks and the reflections to see how it went after they've done that. So it really is a holistic approach. It's evidence-based uh, learning design. It's continuous and reinforced experiences, experiential learning, but also experiential practice. And then we make sure that we bring in that social piece. So it's not just an individual learner. To your point, Tom, it's collective, that we are doing this together because that's how we create that ultimate systems change, that culture change. I, 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 love, I love everything that you just talked about, right? One of the things is you talked about there, Elise, it reminded me, is that we tend to see a world that is very similar to our own. And therefore, when we engage with and when we build, we, we build for a subset of the population, those like us. But by engaging in this type of immersive learning that you just talked about, by engaging with people who have different lived experiences, Praxis Lab is actually helping with driving a stronger, stretchier thinking that provokes in new ways and helps us advance the people reached and the lives improved. Love it. Oh, thank you, Shivani. It's, um, it's, it's been exciting to see not just what that looks like for individual learners and how they've changed their own worldviews, to your point, but what that means for their teams and their functions and their companies. I particularly like the continuous aspect of practice. It, it can't be a one-time, you know, do a, take a class or, or something like that. You've got to be continuously practicing. You have to be, for me, in the batting cages of, uh, of uh, equity. And, and I, I think that's really cool. I, I, you have four pillars at, at uh, Praxis that you stand by that you kind of touched on, the, you know, the transformative experience, the establishing relevance, uh, the, the guidance or coaching that you have, uh, the creation of opportunities. How does, how does spatial computing, VR, XR, en enable all those? It's such a good point, and thank you. you you're touching on some of our, the principles of our learning design that it needs to be personally relevant to the learner, and so we we see that that that's that first pillar. We see that immersive experiences, the spatial component, being able to actually be in a simulation and self-direct your learning, have user agency in your learning, really helps with personal relevance. You know. DE&I trainings that at least I have been through in the past were very much stand and deliver to your point, one and done sessions where there would be a facilitator who would share what biases are, what racism is, all of the things and you would leave the session and you'd be informed but there wasn't much um, experiential learning, there wasn't much application um, and so that immersive environment, that simulation helps people feel more connected to it because they're they're getting to decide how they want to engage in the in the content. They're not being told what to do or told that this was the right or wrong choice. They're actually getting to self-learn and to navigate that on their own. Of course, we reinforce with learning and reflection on our platform, but that simulation, that self-directed learning drives real personal relevance. To your point around uh, our second pillar around transformative learning, this is, the core principle of that is we actually need to help people be open-minded to questioning their preconceived notions and ideas. This is how we grow and learn overall as we are open-minded, but we recognize that often on issues around identity, diversity, and equity, uh, it can be hard to get outside your own box to learn things that are different and new. Uh, again, the immersive experience is really powerful 
both because of that self-directed learning that you're learning it yourself, you're not being told, but also because you're having that visceral, that emotional reaction. You're experiencing it firsthand. It's it's like it's you're in in that environment, you're in that scenario, and. We find that when folks come back to our platform to reflect on on what they went through, how it made them feel, the decisions they made, how confident they were making them, that's when that aha light bulb goes on. You know, I read uh, some of the feedback from our learners who, uh, there's actually a learner who not only was better able to empathize with others, but empathize with their own experience on the platform. That's some transformational learning. So for instance, in one of our modules, we cover the topic of stereotype threat. And our learner uh, said that they had never heard that concept, uh, but in their reflection, and they actually shared this with their whole learning cohort. So this is one of our partners who had a cohort of uh, managers go through our platform and, and a, a learning journey, and she shared with the whole cohort that she had never heard that term, and she realized she actually had been experiencing stereotype threat her whole career, and that for the first time she felt seen and that for the first time she felt like she had the language to communicate that to her team members and her colleagues. That is transformational learning. Uh, to your point, mentorships in coaching is a part of that, that model as well. We have social learning and uh, debriefs with teams and cohorts. Um, and then that, that last piece is really that real growth and impact. The, the empowerment of your platform is extraordinary, Elise. Thank you. You know, it, we're so excited to have you. Uh, have Praxis Labs and you and your team uh, as part of the Accenture Project Spotlight platform and so thankful that you joined uh, Shivani and I this morning uh, for a brief discussion. Hopefully this was educational to a lot of people out there. I'm sure it was. Let's, let's do this together. Let's level this playing field. Let's figure out a way of delivering workplace equity in a continuous uh, format. Uh, going forward. Thank you, Elise Smith. Thank you, Praxis Lab. Thank you, Sh Shivani, for joining. And we'll see you all in the spotlight. Hey.